Welcome to episode four of the year of APing Dangerously. I am your host, Kathy Walker. Today, we will be talking about some of our upcoming topics on the show. Welcome to the year of APing Dangerously podcast. Here's your host, Kathy Walker. The Year of AP and Dangerously podcast. This is the place for conversations and thoughts for assistant principals. Whether you're an aspiring assistant principal, a current assistant principal, this is the place to become a better leader. I am your host, Kathy Walker, and we are just brainstorming today some of the topics that are coming up. We've been fortunate enough to interview some assistant principals in my district to talk about some of their summer reads. And we have some other interviews coming up on upcoming episodes where we take a look at what people are reading to kind of inform their practice and their leadership skills. I'm hoping that this place is kind of a a resource and a, a forum for the assistant principal. Our job is more than just books, buses, and butts. And I think it will help everybody if we can share some of those stories. So if I know in the first episode, I shared my origin story. So if you have an interesting origin story, or even if it's a, you don't think it's an interesting origin story, it might be interesting to someone. So we would love to share it and we'd love to hear from you. So we are going to ask you to subscribe to the podcast. And if you leave your comments or if you hit us up and follow us on Twitter at Year of D, it's the Year of APN Dangerously podcast. And it is for current and aspiring assistant principals. So we want to address some of the topics that are of interest to you. Now, I know for myself, when I first uh, got the job of assistant principal, I came from being a classroom teacher and then an instructional coach. And when I wound up in the assistant principal's office, even though I had this administrative uh, license and I had taken all the classes, I realized that there is no real class to prepare you for becoming the assistant principal. And subsequently, from what I've been told by all my principal friends, there's no real class that tells you what it's like to be the principal and the one holding the keys and the the, the golden ticket that you get that you get and you have no idea how to handle or manage. So what I'm hoping to do in this podcast is to kind of strengthen my own PLN so that I learn a little something and on the way I can share it with all of you so that we can learn something together. I wanted to share today some of the topics that we wanted to go into. That way you can kind of hear kind of what direction we're heading into and your comments as you subscribe to the podcast or send us notes on our um, Twitter page, uh, Year of D, will kind of let me know and inform me which direction we should go and what's going to give more value add to those folks listening. So yes, you matter. Your voice is the one I want to hear and I want to be reflected in this show. And if you are up to it, if you're willing... We do want you on the show so that we can uh, talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, some of the areas I'd like to get into is best practices, best practices in leadership, uh, things that you've done that have, have worked, that have been successful, that have 
provided breakthroughs, not just for you, but for your staff and for your your students, for your parents and your community. Because that was one of the things about being an administrator that really, to me, I don't think they plan or prepare you for enough. I knew how to kind of build relationships in my classroom with my students and even with my parents. And sometimes building those relationships was really simple. And it took me a couple of years to kind of learn it. But before school started, when I had that list, a lot of times I would try to make uh, some calls before school even started to to say, hey, my name's Miss Walker. I'm your child's math teacher. And and I just want to tell you a little bit about what's going to go on this year for math. And if there are questions or, or problems or concerns, please, here's how you contact me. And that was just one of the first things I would do, sometimes even before school started. And what was great and kind of cool about that is that I actually got to know some parents and they would tell me about their math anxiety and and what their kids struggled with and I was able to kind of build up that relationship and it makes it so much easier when you do have to call when when it might not be such a great situation if already before school starts before there's any problem or drama you're calling about something positive so even if it's just to say hey And I haven't tried this as an assistant principal, and maybe that could be my challenge for this year is to just kind of make some positive calls. I know one of my challenges or one of the things I wanted to challenge myself to do this year, uh, being my first full year in high school, is to actually kind of make some uh, student contacts. And I know it's just hard that a lot of times as an administrator, especially the assistant principal, the kids I get to see are the kids who are in trouble, who are getting in trouble. This year, I wanted to make it a point to make an appointment for, even if it's just for 10 minutes, so that I can talk to every kid on my roster. And this year, I'm covering freshmen. So I have all the ninth graders. So ideally, I want to make a 10-minute appointment. Yes, it is going to bring them out of class for 10 minutes with every uh, ninth grade student so that they can just meet me and get to know me when it's not them getting in trouble for something. They're just getting to say, hey, hi, I'm Miss Walker. I'm the administrator you're going to talk to. If you have a problem, if you have an issue, hey, if you got some good news to share, I want to be that person. So that's kind of one of my goals for this year is to kind of set up uh, set up those meetings. Because you know what? I'm hoping that by doing that, I can kind of save myself some time. And I think teachers will find this out too, that when you invest in kind of putting up that positive up front, whether it's through that parent contact or even through uh, getting to know your kids. I know that my previous middle school we started out the year we were doing, uh, we were a part of the kind of capturing kids hearts program. And one of the things that we got out of the training is it was about relationship building. And I know for some people it's hard, for some people it's easy. It's really interesting that there's some folks who think, oh, I got this whole relationship thing down. I build great relationships. But then when you talk to kids, they realize, no, not necessarily. The, so the perception isn't there. Because even in my mind, I think, oh, I, I do great with relationships with kids. But again, in that assistant principal role, a lot of times when I'm around kids, it is 
on a discipline front and, and again, not always the best relationships. I think it's kind of interesting when I first came to the high school I'm at currently, Statesville High, uh, one of the first students I had to deal with, it was with a discipline referral. And, and I was, this kid was not a fan of me. It was like, oh, Miss Walker, psh, you can go back to Troutman for all I care. Did not like me at all. But you know what? Um, I dealt with the discipline. I, I had to discipline him. I had to deal with it. But I also got to talk to him. I got to know him. I got to build a relationship. And what was really cool is before the school year ended, even I, even though I was only there the last kind of five months before the end of the school year, it was kind of cool to see the student be one who could step up and say, hey, you know what, Ms. Walker, I got him, and and keep other kids from getting in trouble and just, you know, building up that relationship. So for that relationship building piece. And I think that is a part of best practices in leadership. And for those of you who have solutions or who have things that work, please leave them in the comments. Please make sure you subscribe. And if you are willing to come on and talk about those things, we would love to have you to love to get those uh, different ideas that I think will strengthen everybody's practice. And again, when we're all practicing at that high level and that professional level, it is going to bring a level of respect uh, to what we do. And I think sometimes with that assistant principal role, (laughs) it's not the glamour spot. It is not the principal spot. So sometimes we can be kind of um, put out on the sidelines and and relegated to those operational things and not considered those instructional leaders that we need to be. Uh, Some of the other topics, too, that I'm hoping to explore on this podcast is personal wellness, because I know there has been a lot of uh, focus on uh, social, emotional learning and, and again, taking care of the whole child. But we also have to take care of the whole adult, too. And I think a lot of times, especially when you are dealing in um, a role like an administrative role for principals, for assistant principals, you're working those 10, 12, 15 hour days and putting a lot of yourself and a lot of your energy into your school, into caring for those 400, 500,000 students as well as uh, staff. And again, some of our staff can be very needy and we're putting it all out there for them. What are we doing to take care of ourselves? By the same token, teachers, because you guys will work yourselves crazy and stay up and grading papers and taking things home. But what are you doing to take care of yourselves? Because I think that is a big, important thing that we tend to miss, not only in education, but in other careers where we're not taking care of ourselves and making sure that we're putting personal wellness as a priority. What was interesting is I think even before it was more of a catchphrase or a buzz word when I was working at my previous middle school, Troutman Middle, with uh, our instructional coach. I think we both kind of realized, hey, we were putting in a lot of hours, doing a lot of work, and not taking care of ourselves. And we went on this little bit of a, a quest about three 
Hmm, I think it was about three years ago where we were going to try some more mind body, uh, experiences and we decided to take them on together. So my partner in crime, Jay Parks, and she will be joining me on a future episode of the year of APN Dangerously. We actually decided to attend some yoga classes and actually kind of had to commit to each other to make sure that we got there. Because you know what? It's easy to say, oh, I'm going to work out. Oh, I'm going to do yoga. Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. And then let something come up because, oh, there's a ball game and you got to work. And, oh, you have duty this day. And, oh, you have to do this. And, oh, there's a parent meeting and an IEP meeting. And, oh, there are so many things that can come up in a day in the life of a school. But a lot of times if you do have... uh another, a coworker, a family member, or someone that holds you accountable. That way you make sure that you do take that time for yourself. So we actually had to hold each other accountable and we're able to go to some yoga classes and try yoga at least once a week. And we also decided to do meditation. Now, okay, yeah, I hear you. You're like me. I was there. I was like, ah, meditation, ah, it's a little too touchy-feely. That's not me. But you know what? The And maybe that was just a testament to the level of stress at that point in my life because we actually went and that for, after that first meditation of just basically sitting there, uh, an hour of slowing down and breathing and taking that time, Wow. Just so relaxed afterwards that we were like, okay, let's, uh, let's definitely try this again. And we did and have, I think, become pretty regular, uh, um, uh, meditators, uh, to that point. So we have gone back kind of, uh, week after week and, I know for me personally, when I miss a couple of weeks or because I have other commitments and can't always make it, I feel it. I feel like, oh, I'm missing my meditation. So I get back to that meditation. So that's why personal wellness is definitely a topic that we do want to, to, to give attention on, um, the year of APing dangerously. Because if you are APN at all your full powers, sometimes you're not doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. So we want to make sure we do address that and uh, personal wellness. One of the other things that we are going to address in episode two and episode three kind of got us thinking in these terms is transition. Because when you are an assistant principal, there is likely to be transition. A lot of times you're not at the same school forever and ever, unless maybe you are in a smaller district. But for those of you who are in bigger districts, the move is inevitable. And a lot of times the district will say you work for this district, not necessarily this particular school building. So along with myself and two other assistant principals, Heather and Michael, we're going to be exploring that whole idea of transition. So we're coming back for a couple different episodes throughout the year at like the two-month mark, and maybe every two months we'll check in to kind of see where we are as I make the transition from middle school to high school. 
Michael is going from middle school to elementary school, and Heather is going from elementary school to middle school. So we're all in a bit of transition. So we will have episodes that focus on that transition. So, and I guess we are going to be open. So if there is somebody going from uh, another transition that we haven't covered, like high school to elementary. Wow, that would be interesting that maybe we can get you in on the conversation as well. Some other topics we're looking to discuss. One of the things that I have been kind of dealing with and, and studying and, and learning more about so that I can share it with people is uh, the topic of kind of unconscious bias and and, and equity as far as a school is concerned. One of the reasons this came up as a topic, at least for me, uh, was when our district shared uh, some of the information about um, discipline within our district. And what I noticed is that when it came to discipline, there was a raging gap, especially when it came to um, discipline of minorities and especially males of color. And again, a lot of times when they talk about the achievement gap, we're, we're talking about the test scores and how it applies for uh, minority students and how there is a gap, but that discipline gap really concerns me. And I thought it was only art. No, I, no I, I'll take that back. I'm not even going to say that out loud. I didn't think it was only art, our district, but I realize it's not just our district. It's a national problem. And I guess what I was struggling with is how do you address this problem? How do you, how do you deal with it or address it? And I felt for so long our district really didn't. It was like it was this elephant in the room that nobody wanted to talk about. We know that African-American males are getting suspended more than anybody else, are getting written up more than anybody else. And it is an issue, but we don't want to talk about why it's an issue. Because, again, it was going to ruffle feathers. So basically, I put together a little bit of a presentation so that we could start talking about it, so that uh, we could start addressing it. Whether we can fix it, that I don't have the solution to. That I don't have the fix for. But again, if we don't talk about it and just keep the elephant in the room or keep our little skeletons in the closet, it it is never going to get fixed. If there are solutions out there, that's what I want to bring to the forefront on this podcast so that we are talking about it, so that we are dealing with it, so that we are working towards a fix, whether we'll fix it Probably not, but in the presentation that I did, I just kind of address certain biases because I know the gap of African American males and uh, the rate of suspension is big. It is bad. It's 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 a bigger problem. It's a problem our country isn't even willing to deal with, and maybe the way they deal with it is just uh, making bigger and 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 better uh, prisons, and that seems to be even happening in my city as we speak. But 
in uh, the presentation that we did, we dealt with all kinds of biases because I think um, biases start even even just between male and female. If you think about it, uh, one school uh, that I worked with at one point, I was looking at some data and I looked at all the all the kids that we rewarded with this uh, special program we had called. Um, um, uh, student student of the day. So I tell it all the students of the day to see kind of what does that look like as far as the students that we're picking. And it turns out that of all the students we picked for student of the day, 70% were all female. So we were rewarding the girls. And then when I looked at that same school's data, when I looked at who was getting write-ups, and this is in-school suspension as well as out-of-school suspension, you know what it said? It said as far as gender was concerned, 70% of the boys were getting the write-ups. So we were rewarding girls but punishing boys. So again, and I think some of that goes back to some of the biases that we have when we say things like act uh, man up and act like a girl or you run like a girl and just different biases as what this presentation took a look at. And equity in general is something that I'm hoping to look at at this podcast, if that's something you have expertise in, by all means, send me an email. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Year of D on Twitter. You can also leave your comments and remarks on our webpage, yearofapingdangerously.com. I know that's a mouthful. Hopefully it's in the show notes so that you can uh, check that out. But that's just one of the areas we're hoping to go through with this podcast. Um, if there are other areas, other things that you want to hear and talk about and discuss, by all means, that's something that we are wanting to discuss on the Year of AP and Dangerously podcast. One of the other things I'm really hoping to dive into, and right now I'm reading Hacking Discipline, is restorative justice and just the idea of restorative justice because I think that also kind of reflects back into that equity piece and that gap as far as who we punish and who we reward. And I think a lot of times some of those, some of those discipline actions or some of those things, uh, that come up, uh, as far as punishment and as far as, uh, breaking the rules are the cultural norms and and different things uh expectations and this whole concept and I, and I have to give props to uh my friend Natalie who kind of who kind of keyed me into or gave me the language or the words for this this whole idea of 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 playing school because you know what <laughs> when you go into a class and and kids are kind of acting up and see I I'm middle school so we're used to just kids being crazy for no particular reason because it's like 10 o'clock. Okay. But, uh, but if a teacher says, uh, Johnny, sit down, get in your seat. And why do I got to go? Johnny, sit down. Okay. Johnny will sit down. But then if the teacher says, Jamal, sit down. Oh, why you got to call me out? Jamal, sit down. You ain't my mother. And Jamal wants to take it back and forth and back and forth instead of sitting down Jamal is not playing school Jamal wants to argue 
back and escalated and escalated. And yes, it's going to wind up in a write-up. Chances are it's going to wind up in a suspension because, again, he's not learning how to take the cues and play school to a certain degree. So, again, just talking about some of those things as far as equity. Um, also, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to hear stories, uh, you know, the success stories, those stories when you think, hey, everything is just not going right in this situation, but you figure out a way to make it work, to make it a positive for you, for your school, for your kids. And those are the kind of celebrations that we want to have on the year of AP and Dangerously podcast. Also, like I said, origin stories. I want to know why you're in education. Who was the teacher, the person, the event, the activity? What pushed you over to the edge? I need to know how everybody got bit by their radioactive spider and became the super awesome AP you are today. Just, just a hint or a touch of some of the things we are going to touch on in the year of AP and Dangerously. I know this year has been particularly scary as far as hiring and making sure you find those teachers. And that's that summer thing that every principal and admin team goes through. So if you have some cool tips and tricks on teacher retention, those We'd love for you to share here on the podcast. Uh, again, it's the year of APing Dangerously podcast. My name is Kathy Walker. I am happy to be with you and we want you to be with us. So let us know what you want to hear about, what you want to talk about. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave your comments, visit us on the website, yearofapingdangerously.com. Find us on Twitter, Year of D, and uh, let us know what you think, and please stay around for the ride because we are just getting started. We are more than books, buses, and butts. It's your time to come to the assistant principal's office here on the year of APing Dangerously. Thank you for listening. For show notes and more, visit yearofapingdangerously.com. 